Hello, hello. Okay, today's episode, we are going to be talking about procrastinating our health. Do you find yourself in a perpetual planning state? If you do, you are not alone. (laughs) I am famous for being really good at planning things and making them look really good on paper and then struggle to start. (laughs) So if you are this way, just know that you are not alone, but I want to talk about what, what does it mean for us to be procrastinating, taking responsibility and accountability for our health and also how to look at it from a place of love and nurturing rather than this place of like, I don't know, kind of like I think a drill sergeant would, right? You don't have time to make this, to waste this. And like, I'm not going to go that route today, but I do want to open our eyes to have a little bit of a gut conversation. Are you procrastinating your health? Are you in a perpetual plan and how, and in a place of, you know, basically putting things on hold or waiting until they're perfect. So I'm going to dive into the episode in a minute, but I want to share that we have a free workshop coming this week, just a couple days. Hopefully you listen to this before then. Um, We're going to talk about how to start and stick to an exercise routine that works for you. So you can join us for that. And there will be a replay at awomanofwellness.com forward slash free workshop. You can get signed up so that you can get the link to join us. I cannot wait to share that information with you and help you really stay consistent with movement in your life because it's so, so important. So that is my update for you and let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, I'm really excited to be talking about this discussion. And I think it's really important. When I, oh gosh, so many, many years ago, when I started to dive into the world of, I guess, self-development, I read a book called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's so good. I still have it. I still reference it. It's one of my all-time favorite self-help books. And in the very first, I want to say like one of the very first chapters, he talks about 
how in order to achieve what we want to achieve in life, we have to learn how to take 100% responsibility and accountability for our choices and our actions. And that really hit me hard because it made me realize, yeah, like I'm the only one responsible for the outcomes that I want to create and nobody else is responsible for it. And it's, it's my job. And so I think this is really important to bring this discussion into our health and our wellness and ask ourselves, are we procrastinating our health? Are we procrastinating showing up? And I want to talk about why we do this and how we can start to show up now without feeling like we're going to set ourselves up for failure, okay? I like to think of it kind of similar to finances, right? We always say like, we'll budget then or we'll follow a budget or we'll start saving when, right? And we realize that that, that it just comes and it goes, right? When we kind of think about, oh, I'm just going to save or, oh, I'm just going to work on, you know, not spending as much money. And it's just this constant perpetual plan, right? And so I want to also compare this to health and wellness. Each, usually there's a few different places that we go. January is a big one. And since it's coming up, we could bring it up. January or Mondays, or the beginning of each month. What are those times for you usually? Usually, um, if you're kind of trying to, you know, create change or whatever, those are the times that you typically assess where you're at and convince yourself that you'll be further by a certain date. Okay. So you start on a Monday and you're like, okay, I'm going for it. You start on you know, January 1st. Okay. I'm going for it. Or the first of the month, I'm going to figure it out. But here's what happens. And tell me if this is you. And if it's you, you're not alone, remember. It becomes a perpetual plan. You consistently keep planning and keep planning and keep planning. And it doesn't ever become action or it doesn't ever become lasting action. Why do we do this? I want to share a few reasons why we do this. Because it's important to understand why so that we can change it. If we don't understand the why behind it, it's really hard to change it. Number one, we want it to look perfect. I told you that I am the queen of making things look perfect on paper, right? Paper is perfect. (laughs) It's a very perfect plan. So if you're like me, you tend to sit down and write all your plans out on paper and you go, oh, that looks awesome. That's reason number one. Reason number two, we don't know where to start or even how to keep going. So maybe you're trying to create a plan. You want to create change, but you're kind of like, I don't really know where to start. I definitely have struggled with this in the area of financing of like budgeting. Like how exactly do I manage this? How exactly do I um, account for these dollars? Or like, do I account for every dollar and every cent? Or do I try to be more general? Like we just, we have a lot of questions. And so we don't really know where to start. And then we don't know how to like keep it going. We don't know what to do when things get messy or unexpected things happen. So when we write it down on paper or in our head, it's perfect. And then we know that life happens and things get messy or unexpected. We get sick or, you know, something happens. We don't know what to do because we haven't really 
accounted for it, I guess, in our perfect plan in our head. So that is number three. Number four, we don't know how to quantify or define success. Okay. So we don't really know how to, how to like know when we've achieved it, or we don't know how to say, what should I be working toward? You know, really think about those questions. We just, we don't really know what it looks like to say, oh, I've achieved this or I've accomplished this. And so it just feels kind of limiting. Like, what am I working towards? Maybe I'm not quite sure, or I'm not sure if this is even possible for me. So should I be setting this goal? Is this realistic? Do I have control over this? And then another one is that we'd have to be accountable. Okay. We'd have to be accountable to ourselves. And sometimes that's hard. And inside the Food Freedom Program, I take women through this um, framework of understanding and recognizing the stories that you tell yourselves. And one of the things that we talk about is the benefits of holding on to these stories. And sometimes it feels safe to be able to say it's someone else's fault or something else's fault. And I guess not all the time, not all the time we say it out loud, right? We don't say it out loud all the time, but you're probably recognizing that you've said it in your head. (laughs) It sounds weird to say out loud, but you'd know that it's happening inside your brain of like, well, it's the diet's fault or it's, you know, like I have young kids or, or whatever. Like we kind of push that responsibility away and accountability. And there are things that happen in our life that we can't change and that are good distractions and, um, things that just are, are part of life. Um, but we always kind of look for, are we turning it into an excuse? So when we are accountable for our health, it requires us to be a hundred percent accountable for our actions. And sometimes that's scary because sometimes it's hard to show up for even ourselves. So there's a benefit there to hold on and stay in that safety net. And I want to help you push through that comfort zone. I've shared this on the podcast before, but if we're not constantly expanding our comfort zone, it's shrinking. It doesn't stay stagnant. If we're, you know, if we're staying stagnant, our comfort zone is shrinking. And the things that we're comfortable with get less and less. So it's scary to say, hey, I have to show up and be accountable to myself. And then the last one, we're always looking for the perfect or the right or the best time to do it. When I, then I. How often do you find yourself in a place of when I this, then I will, right? When this happens, then I. When things slow down at work, when things slow down at home, when the holidays are over, when summer comes, when the weather starts to get cooler. I can say all these things because I've worked with so many clients over the years that I know, I know the regulars. <laughs> I know the regular things that come up in our mind of like when school is in, back in session, right? And so we, we look for these perfect right times and the reality is, is, is there ever a perfect best time? <laughs> so today I am calling all of us out 
in the most loving, sweet way, okay? This is a calling out of everyone, including myself in some of my own areas of life. I'm calling us out and saying the best time to show up for you, to start working on your health and wellness, to start creating change in your life is now. The best time to show up and take messy action is now. In fact, I want you to think back to everything you've ever done in your life or learned in your life. Most times you would say it wasn't a big leap, right? You didn't go from like step one to step 10. You learned step by step. You learn how to read by first recognizing letters and then putting letters together and then putting words together and then putting sentences together, right? It was a step-by-step progression. And there were words you didn't know and you had to learn them. And this is what happens with everything in our life. Think back to the things that are most valuable to you. I'd be willing to bet it's the things that you've had to work on. What about motherhood? None of us are born into motherhood knowing how to raise a child. I don't, still to this day, I think it's hilarious that they just send you home and all they say is you just need that little car seat to click and then have fun. And you're like, I don't know what to do with this thing. Like, what if, what if she cries? What if she like, I don't know, I'm not a nurse. Like, and so, you know, recognizing that you just learn little by little and you learn different processes and and you learn how to grow. And I will say, I have a little girl who's three now and I love her so much. We have, we have such a sweet um, relationship. She was the hardest baby ever. (laughs) She cried for the first six months of her life. And I cannot tell you how hard that first six months was. It was so hard in so many different ways. We had so many issues um, with her and um, it was, it was really hard. And I cannot tell you how sweet our relationship is now because of the work that I put in day and night with her, just like bonding and being together and holding her nonstop. And anyway, I think it just really, it helps kind of bring home that point that the best things in life don't always come easily. They don't come perfectly and they require it to look messy in the process. So take a minute to think about anything that you've ever done that means a lot to you. And how did it look? How did the progression look for you? I'm willing to guess that it was a step-by-step process. And that as you showed up and took messy action, you were able to get where you wanted to go. So how do you make your health a priority and stop? procrastinating. I want to go through five steps today to share with you how to shift that mindset, shift the way that you've been showing up and help you take messy action and help you to show up today and to know that the best time is now, not tomorrow, not next week, not January 1st. Okay. Step number one is to learn how to get into the wellness mindset. 
we have in order to get where we want to go we have to be thinking the right ways our thoughts create our actions and if you don't believe me think about all the times that you've thought about something and then you've acted right think about the way that you think about something and how you act because of it so in order to make your health a priority you've got to start getting into that wellness mindset you've got to start thinking about what it looks like to become a woman of wellness right now start making those shifts that align with where you want to go it really is that simple asking yourself the quick question of what would I do if I were in the wellness mindset how can I step into the mindset of wellness today step number two is to then after you're kind of like in that mindset of like okay I'm focusing on my health I'm working on it I'm taking messy action start creating small goals that motivate you okay start asking yourself what what do you want to do what actions do you want to take what are some goals that you can work toward so just asking yourself you can make a big list of all your goals and then pick one start to create small goals I'm going to try going walking for five minutes every day. I'm going to, you know, get on a yoga mat for 10 minutes every day. I'm going to do 10 minutes of exercise every day. Start to create small goals that you want to work on. They've got to be ones you want to work on. They've got to be ones that motivate you. Don't do something because someone else had to do it. Think about what, what would you want to do if you were stepping into the identity of the woman of wellness you want to become today step number three is to incorporate tiny habits into your daily life what would it look like for you to start creating tiny tiny changes little changes that go a long way maybe drinking a water when you wake up first thing and a lot of times people will say, well, that, I mean, that's not a big deal. Like, how is that going to make me lose weight? Or how is that going to, you know, how is that fit in the big picture? It's so small. We don't realize how often tiny habits create ripple effects. Just like when you drop a little rock into a water, you could drop a teeny tiny rock into a water and it still creates ripples in that water. And that's what happens with tiny habits. We incorporate tiny habits and start creating tiny changes, it makes big changes happen. And if you don't believe me, try it. Try creating one or two tiny habits of uh, maybe something as simple as doing some squats after you go to the bathroom or um, you know, grabbing some water first thing when you wake up or you know, doing meditation for five minutes or five deep breaths every time you leave the dinner table I don't know I'm just trying to think of some tiny habits that you can work on incorporate those into your life step number four is to find small ways to optimize your health find little ways to make things just a little bit better what if I ate the hamburger with half the bun tonight Maybe because I, you know, I'm working on like creating some change or whatever. Or maybe I, um, what's another one? Maybe I, you know, choose to step it up a notch and do 10 minutes of strength training. 
a few times a week. Or instead of eating that ice cream, I'm going to try a little bit better ice cream. Or I'm going to make my desserts a little bit healthier or something. So you're just like finding little ways to optimize. You're looking for little tweaks to change that help in the overall picture. And then step number five is to become a wellness advocate. What do I mean by this? When you are in the mindset of wellness, you are working on your goals, you're creating habits in your life, you're implementing these little ways to optimize, become a wellness advocate in your life. It could be for your family, it could be for your community, but the more that you teach it, the more that you continue to show up in that way, the more likely you will be to stick stick to it because then you'll have a community by your side. And a community can be your own little family or a community can be a big community. It doesn't matter. But just recognize that you can become that advocate. And as you become the advocate, your wellness improves, your own wellness. Okay? So these are the five steps. Get in the wellness mindset. Start to create small goals that motivate you. Incorporate tiny habits into your life. Find small ways to optimize and become a wellness advocate. And this is what I call the success path to wellness. And it's everything I teach you inside the Women's Wellness Hub. I have trainings on each one of these areas to help you know when you're ready to move on to the next stage. Because my goal is not to give you a 30-day plan or a 10-day plan or a 21-day plan or a 75-day plan, but to help you create long-term change. So I help you move along that success path and help support you in those stages in showing up and taking messy action. If you want to do that, join us. Join us inside the hub. Join the other women that are here showing up and taking the same messy action but have made the decision to be 100% accountable for their health and show up, even if it's messy, even if it's imperfect. Don't procrastinate because it's not perfect. If only I could tell you how messy things are in my own life. (laughs) That would be a whole other podcast episode. But I want you to ask yourself today, What would it look like for me to take 100% accountability for my health and wellness? And what do I need to do to start aligning myself with that? And I can help you inside the Women's Wellness Hub. That's what it's there for. Because I know it's not easy. But that's your question for today. What do I need to do? to start taking 100% accountability for my wellness today. Not tomorrow, not next month, not January 1st, but today. If you, I want to know what you come up with, please message me, send me an email, send me a message on Instagram, share with me what comes up for you. How are you going to show up today 100% accountable? Okay, my friend. If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? 
This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.